Shalom, I'm Dr. Jonathan Arya, and this is Kabbalah Pod. Welcome to the uh, first recorded episode of the Gregorian year of 2021. You know, I've seen a lot of things posted these past several days regarding Good Riddance 2020, and I understand Netflix made a movie about it, and I, that um, even Redbox on their Twitter account did a little Jumanji thing right at 11.59 p.m., and so many people are looking at 2020 and saying, goodness, we're glad this year's over, now we can get back to a year of normalcy and a year of not horribleness. And I, I really hope for the best with that, and not to be the Debbie Downer in the area, but it doesn't make sense. That's that's not, not logical at all, because we're in the year 5781. I mean, the, the new year already started back in the fall with Rosh Hashanah, and if Hashem was going to give us different mazel for the year, I really feel like it would have came at that time. Now, I'm not saying that Hashem is not going to say, okay, you've hit the amount of suffering you need, and you can move forward. I, I'm not Hashem. And I know that there's so many complexities to this. But I am saying I don't think 2021 is the magic answer and suddenly everything's peaches and roses. I think we're still going to be struggling with the pandemic and we're still going to be struggling with political upheaval across the world. I mean, there's a lot going on right now. And what it really comes down to is people are suffering and people are panicking and they're looking for stability or they're looking for an anchor. They're not necessarily looking for religion or a definition of text to read or anything like that they're looking for a connection that can stable be stable and stabilize them and for me i'm grateful that for me hashem's that anchor um i i think that's a unique opportunity that yiddishkeit provides that judaism provides is that we have that anchor of hashem i understand other religions have their own pro- approaches as well but throughout history Hashem's proven to always defeat the other religions. I mean, the the Jews survived against the Greeks. I, they survived against the Babylonians. They survived against the Romans. I mean, we, we survived the Holocaust. We've survived all the Crusades. Every religious group, every people group that's been thrown at us, we have survived. And it's a valuable lesson for the rest of the world. But that valuable lesson has a bit of struggle with that. And here, here's where it is, is a few weeks ago, I attended a social distanced Shalom Zachar outdoors. And like, I was there, my neighbor, the Lokovat, he was there. And then the, the person who had the Shalom Zachar was there at the other end of the patio. And he shared this amazing words with, with us about how Jews have been always portrayed as a rose. Throughout so many things in history, we're viewed as the rose. And it's a very fascinating concept. He says, he explains this, he says, the rose, it's this beautiful flower that grows. And from this vine, well not from this vine, but from this stem that's covered in thorns. And that these thorns are very defensive and they're very painful, but they protect the rose. And in the same way with an orthodoxy, we are this rose and we have 
these mitzvot that we keep, both the mitzvot de Raisa, the ones found in written Torah, the mitzvot de Rabbanan, the ones found with the rabbis have given us to protect defenses. The concept is that these fences, they can be difficult for us at times, and they can be painful at times, but they're really there to protect us and help us bloom into that incredible flower. And I thought this was just such an amazing concept, and it's so beautiful. I mean, I've seen this semiosis of a rose in so many areas before, but to get this concept of the guidance of the rabbis being these storms, that we may find it difficult and unpleasant at times and restrictive at times, but that's ultimately there to protect us and to keep us safe. It's such a beautiful concept, and that's really a great description of what Yiddishkeit is, is that we, we have this concept where we're constantly trying to be the beautiful flower God's created us to be, but we do have restrictions, and we do struggle, and we, we have these thorns that can be very hard for others, and it makes it makes it hard to want to love the Jewish people at times when there's so many restrictions or difficulties. And I, under, I understand that. But there's also another level that I was just thinking about the other day, I was talking to my wife about, which is she... She explained to me, we have a rose bush out front, and she was, she was telling a neighbor, she's like, yeah, I want the yard guy to come, and I want him to I want him to do these things, but I don't want him to touch the rose bush, because I want to pull some leaves first, and then I'm going to have him cut it all the way down to my knees. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, your, your, your father-in-law, he said that um, roses, that they love to be beaten down, and when they're beaten down so far down, they grow back even stronger and more beautiful the next year. I was like, well, wait a second. The Jewish people are called a rose. You, you're telling me that we like to be beaten down. We like to be stripped of all of our dignity and put down on our knees. And that by doing so, we grow back even stronger. And it's, it's so true. It's a beautiful thing. I mean, it's beautiful in two different ways, right? The first off is throughout history, yes, we have been beaten down. And what happens? Every time we come back stronger. Every time we come back, the whole what doesn't kill you maims you for life rings. Oh, sorry, no, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That only really applies if you're the rose. If, if you're anything else, it does maim you for life. And so that's important. And the idea of that it does, when we go through the sufferings in life, through all the stress, that look what happened to the Holocaust. It was just so painful and so horrible. Yet here we are. And now we're dealing with the struggle of American assimilation. And even orthodoxy is ready to have it split between those who want to assimilate and be more modern and those who don't. And while that's coming, it's it's a result of being forced to grow, a result of being beat down. And every time we're beat down, we have to grow, have to come back stronger. And that's another amazing comparison to being the rose. And so while there's this outside beating down we also do it to ourselves. And that's another level. And that's something that I I really want to talk about as well and just briefly touch on, is that in the beginning of the year with Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, what do we do? Halenu, we get down on our knees. We are beaten down onto our knees. We do it to ourselves. We bring ourselves on our knees before Hashem, Rabban Shalom, the master of all the world. We say, and we bow, our heads up and our knees. God, we're sorry. And we're going to serve you. And then we stand up. And on Yom Kippur, we do it several times. 
And this concept of we beat ourselves down to our knees and submission before God. And as a result, when we come back and we grow and we take on mitzvot and we find a way to inspire us this next year, we come back even stronger. And so, yeah, we're in this new secular year, right? 2021. However, we're in the year 5781. And we beat ourselves down several months ago. Now's a good time to look. Do we need a pruning? Do we need a course correction? We, we still got some time to go before Pesach, so it's a perfect opportunity to deal with issues before it becomes comments, right? To deal with our struggles or our weaknesses before they puff up and descend in our lives. To remove the pride that we may have before it becomes painful to remove later. In the same way you deal with an infection early, you will, because it's easier to heal from, we want to deal with things now. Take this time as an opportunity to reflect. We've got Tibeshvat coming up. And we have this chance to recognize the produce that Hashem has provided for us and the spread that will be before us on the Seder. And we say, we can use that saying, God, I want my fruit to be beautiful like this before you. Where are areas that we can grow? Where are areas that we can reignite ourselves with? We're the rose and we're still in the process of building to grow next spring. So we can we can work on this. We can work on ourselves on the inside to show ourselves on the outside later on. That's a great opportunity now as we're stuck in our homes. What's a better time to work on the inside? And we're about to enter a dark time with the pandemic still because of everything that's going on. I mean, we still have a ways to go on vaccines and vaccinations and we still have high count cases and there's the economy and so many other issues. And so many people are hurting in so many ways. It's going to take time to heal. It's going to take time to bounce back. But that's one way that we can step in. And that's one way we can help everyone else. Because we know what it's like to be beat down throughout history. And we know what it's like to beat ourselves down every fall. So now's a great opportunity to reflect, course correct before we get too far off course. And so that when the time comes and we're able to there be there for people again, and help them stand stronger and stand up and work through this issue of their own beating down, we can be there and we can say, this this is how you become a rose. Let, let me help you. Let me show you. We can be stronger together because we're all in this together. We're all humans and we all need to support each other and God loves all of us. So that's my challenge. Remember, you're the rose. And as the rose, life can be difficult at times and we have to take a beating down at times. But we always come back stronger and more beautiful as a result. So don't lose sight. Don't lose hope. And keep on growing. Thank you for listening to Kabbalapod on Anchor FM. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate us on iTunes and share it with your friends. Have a question or topic idea? We'd love your input and ideas. Send us a tweet, message Yidbrick on Facebook, or leave us a voicemail on the Anchor app. Not on social media? That's okay. Send us your ideas at yidbrick.com slash Kabbalah. Become a monthly supporter on Anchor FM or by visiting yidbrick.com slash donate. 
You can also show your support by sharing our podcast with others and purchasing our custom-made Kabbalistic Judaica jewelry or Yiddish artisan beard balm at yidbrick.com store. This podcast is a project of Yidbrick, building Jewish bridges. Learn more at yidbrick.com Kabbalah.